When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Euphorians, what the fuck is up? We're back, season two. It's lit. (laughs) (laughs) Paige is uh, currently trying to do this podcast sober, which doesn't happen often. No, Um, and it's probably showing. Not sponsored. I am drinking one of those like recess drinks though, which doesn't it have like weed in it? I think it has like point one gram of like uh has like hemp like seeds. CBD or like hemp oil or yeah. something. Hemp oil. So I'm a little lit <laughs> on hemp like oil that. tonight. Yeah, Paige is lit on hemp oil. And you know, the reason for this is it is kind of funny. We did actually <laughs> record an episode when we live watched Euphoria, but we kind of fucked up. I had like two bottles of wine, I think, to myself. I mean, to be fair, we both were nervous. We haven't podcasted in over a year. Yeah, I mean, let's just say this is uh, this is take two. Yes. Some some parties <laughs> present may have been a little lit last night. Um, but so like, we're uh, giving it another go today, you know? Good vibes, though. Like, we were having fun. We were really drunk. We were obviously, like, very enthusiastic about the episode. I mean, who the fuck wasn't? We're gonna obviously dive right in, but I feel like it was such an energetic, amazing start to season two. So, we just, you know, one bottle of champagne, (laughs) two bottles of red wine. Let's just say our first recording of this episode is god-awful. I listened to it today, and I was like, I don't even know what I was saying. Nothing. I was making no connections. I you was just were really fixated on certain things. And I was saying like really inappropriate shit. Were, I was just dropping. You were like, going really deep on like a rape like theory you have. That it was bad. Euphorians. Like, the first recording of this was really bad, and I feel awful because I feel like you did really great. Like I really mean that. Like you were very invested, and if anything, you did like your best, and I did my worst. Wow, way to put the pressure on. I know. Well, but hey, we're at here. At least I have this uh, this Bloody Mary, so. And I have this hemp oil, so we're fine. At least one of us will be in fighting form tonight. I feel like this will be a really good success. Well, let's cheers to start. Let's cheers. Cheers to Euphoria. You probably couldn't even hear that, but you know, you get it. That's hemp oil. Hemp oil doesn't really have a sound. It doesn't have a ring to it. <laughs> but, damn. Damn. I this don't is even a big know. moment for you. Huge moment. Well, for both of us. The anticipation. Oh, my, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm stoked to be here, and I really like the <laughs> Yeah, episode. you really sound it. I'm stoked we'll get to be to, here. <laughs> we'll get to it later. But yeah, right. Can you hear the enthusiasm in my voice? No, I actually was. This was my favorite episode ever of Euphoria, so I was actually pretty stoked on it. I came out of that episode last night more stoked on Euphoria than I ever have been before. I'm sure you can all imagine why. Um <laughs> So I yeah, I actually uh, I am genuinely pretty stoked for the season after that that opener. I thought that was really strong. For sure, I think for me too, and I'm sure Euphorians can relate to. It's just been so long. We've had this like two year gap, so there were just a lot of things. Like I mean, I don't blame myself for getting as drunk as I did. A lot of shit going on. I was nervous. I the was emotions like, were running high. The emotions were running high. I also was just like Big classic page blazer. With any show you love, too, you just, like, hope to fucking God it's gonna, like, do well in its second season. That's always, like, you know, you don't want the sophomore slump. You want it to go well. And you know what? Euphoria fucking killed it. So, I feel like we should just go right in. What do you think? Yeah, let's, uh, let's fucking go right in. Go right in. So, season two, episode one, the title, Alex? Uh, the title is Trying to Get to Heaven Before They Close the Door, which is taken from a Bob Dylan song. 
Okay. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Do they play it? No, show? I don't think the song was actually in the episode. Um, was it in the credits? I feel like they usually do that, right? Like the title? Never mind. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we got the the Bob Dylan title, and then bam, right there, right off the bat, we got we got Bez's narration, badass grandmother. We yep. got uh, the God's word, God's will jacket. Rue Rue opens up with what does she say? She's like Fezco's grandma was a motherfucking G. That's a yeah. great way to open the mm. episode. Yep, pretty nice. Um, I said this last night as well, but I feel like that jacket is going to become like the like uh, the drive like scorpion jacket for like <laughs> for like faux like boss lady like boss lady you mean like what, girl, hashtag girl, girl boss, boss. <laughs> like the hashtag girl boss like sigma grind set females. Uh, they're all going to be all about the God's will, God's yeah. word, God's word, God's will jacket. I'm excited for the a lot of the designers like doing some more research episode by episode. I feel like Euphoria does a good job of, like, picking up new designers and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Bez's well, grandmother clearly has amazing style. Yeah, she's fly. But we go right into classic Euphoria style of just dicks on dicks. Yeah, right off the bat, <laughs> we've got old man dick. Um, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's, uh... Oh! It's, like, red around the tip. And it's, it's pretty red. I think the girl has, like, lipstick on because her lips look pretty red. So oh. I don't know that it's all, like, You're right, naturally that bad. red. Um, it's weirdly, I mean, for how disgusting that man looks, it's not the grossest dick we've seen in Euphoria Alex, history. Although it's uh, certainly it's not the best. It's not good. It's like this curved L shape, but yeah, I could talk about. It's not good, but uh, I was a little, I little disappointed that we have like kind of like a, a Chekhov's penis situation where we have a gun and a dick in the same scene, and the dick doesn't get blown away by the gun. <laughs> Come like, on, Like if Alex. you're gonna put a gun and a dick on screen together, the dick's gotta get shot. That's right? so graphic. Like, that's the rules. No one wants to see that. Literally, no one but you. Well, Sam Levinson probably wants to see that. Uh, but, probably, uh... but HBO is probably like, um, no, we're not doing that. So yeah, Fez's grandmother uh, shoots Fez's father. Love that neon sign. In the legs. I just no- noticed yeah, that. Also, That's as nice. usual, Alex and I always play like the episode. It's muted, obviously, but we're like watching it as we talk because we just like like to go in chronological order. But I'm there for the the eye neon sign. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want that. That's nice. Yep. So post strip club, we've got a little baby Fez chopping up the coke with the uh, the blockbuster membership card. Good which casting. Love I like baby see. Fez. Yeah, it looks like looks a lot like him. Um, love to see the blockbuster card, a real '90s relic. Yeah, I my, feel like my, our everyone in my family had one. Some of our listeners might relate, but I feel like sadly, like we're getting fucking old. Like a lot of people, I know a lot of the Gen Z, like our Gen Z listeners, are probably like, "What's that?" Do you guys even know what a blockbuster gift card is? Did you ever <laughs> have your dad drive around with a blockbuster gift card in the sunglasses clip? Well, of his car? I thought it was a membership card. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Gift sorry, card. I'm not a gift card. A membership card. Well, no, I'm not me. trying to be like all like. But no, I was like, you're right. I thought it's you not had a gift to have card. it. No, no, no. It's a it's a membership card. Yeah, because my had parents to, would like hand it to me. Yeah, and go you in. had to flash <laughs> it when you yeah. like rent your movies, and you would get like rewards and shit, like free popcorn. So. R.I.P. Yeah, we just learned right out the gates that Fezco's over here hustling as a kid. He just is immediately a drug dealer. <laughs> like. Yeah. Fesco is not a uh, not a fake gangster. He's really been in this life pretty much his whole life. Um, so if we ever thought in season one that he was just like you know the small town like white boy like wannabe gangster, I think yeah. we've learned that he's a uh, a little more serious than that, a little more experienced. I like that we get to see on a more serious note. Like I've always thought Angus's character in this is like has a lot of humanity, but I like that in this episode we actually get to see a side of him. Like you said, like. I think I had this impression that he's just, like, the high school stoner gone drug dealer. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see, or not cool, what's the right word? Like, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting because it just gives him, like, this complexity of, like, oh, he didn't just, like, choose to do this. Like, he had to do it to survive, and, like, that's mm-hmm. just, like, how he was fucking raised. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, this is like, all packing he coke bags when you're, like, eight. Like, right. he doesn't know any anything else. That's all he knows. Yeah. 
So I don't know about you, but I feel like it just, it almost makes you not like feel bad for him, but you kind of do at the well, same time. sure you feel bad for him, fuck. No yeah. kid should be raised to be a drug dealer. Like, well, he said in the, the cute interviews they do on HBO, like whatever, the recaps they do that are real quick. Um, Angus was saying like he enjoyed the, his episode a ton because he just felt like it showed that Fezco has such like a good side that you don't really get to see because you just kind of immediately put him in this box mm-hmm. of like drug dealer but really like you know he's gone through some fucking we know shit. he's uh it's clear that he's always kind of been like the the bad boy with the heart of gold yes and we see that that definitely like goes back all the way to his childhood when he's very like caring for ashtray <laughs> Which... um and it gives a lot ashtray. of insight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I love seeing the 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 origins of Ashtray. So cute. Because um, I didn't even think about it. I don't know about you, but I literally, like, forgot. Like, I never thought Ashtray would have, like, a backstory because I just forgot about him as a character, but... I've been dying for the Ashtray backstory. He's, like, <laughs> my have? favorite character. Yeah, of course. I love Ashtray. Oh, and, yeah. He's uh, your favorite. And his backstory does not disappoint. He's just blasting cigs <laughs> straight into his mouth <laughs> as a baby. Just fucking, Love like, chugging sig water. <laughs> Fantastic. In a sink. But, yeah, he's great. So, remind me, like, that part was a little weird for me. Like, he just got fucking dropped off, or did we not really get that backstory? Or, like... I think uh, I think all they say about it is that one day, like, he was there, and he was supposed to get picked up later, and he never did, and then they just had him. Um, yeah. I think uh, notable about that is that uh, one one popular fan theory that uh, Ashtray is the, the mysterious little, like, Jacob's family brother has been, yeah. uh, I think, disproven at this point, given that Ashtray shows up as, like, a baby, because the brother... In the photo in the house is a little is like a he's older he's a like young a he's probably like four or five or something in that photo if I remember right. It's funny you say that though because I, I saw opposite. People are still fucking trying to say that that might be like the Jacobs and it might be what like he went how? back to the family while he was ashtray <laughs> to like take that picture and like got cleaned up and then went back to like. It doesn't dealing. make any sense. Like let's just drop the theory. Love the energy and the dedication. Another trying. popular fan theory was to my shock proved correct uh, later in this episode, but. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big drop. Um, but yeah, I think uh, just to sum up the whole Fezco thing, I think that crucially in this like whole intro, we really see uh, why Fez is so devoted and connected to Rue because it's obviously a horrible business idea for him to be involved with Rue in any way because all she does is get him in trouble. Um, but he obviously has a soft spot for uh she's misfits family. and abandoned people and people that need help and he's got that heart of gold thing and i don't think i think between ashtray and his grandma he is uh he's a caretaker and i don't think he can leave rue as much as uh it may be the smart thing to do at least for his business agreed and i think it was funny like in our first recording of this where we were way too intoxicated i mentioned like being a caretaker like fuck that i'd honestly rather deal drugs like <laughs> being a caretaker is such hard work i have friends that like are actual caretakers as like an occupation and it just sounds like fucking hell it's yeah, a lot that's of work not for me <laughs> it's just a big burden to carry around so when you're yeah. like having to take care of like family friends whatever it may be it's it's really tough because you don't ever get to like have time to yourself and I think that shows in this episode as well. We see that, like, Fezco really doesn't have a lot of time to, like, just be a kid. No, never. He doesn't have any chance to be a no. kid. He's just working. He's taking care of his grandma, who's now, like, a vegetable, I guess? Because she got, right? She gets, what she happens? She falls in the bathroom. We don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. We don't know if it was an overdose or an accident or if she was drunk or whatever. But she, like, falls in the bathroom. And because, sadly, because uh, Fez didn't call the ambulance... She ends up uh, paralyzed. Awful. Which sucks, because I'm sure he feels pretty shitty about that. Yeah, but, he mean, was just a kid, No though. one can blame him. He obviously no. didn't want to call the cops, given that their house is full of drugs. Yeah, him and Ashtray are just so adorable. It's so cute. Like, <laughs> I just see them differently now. Yeah, they're the best. It's um, so cute. I really like this uh, this scene they have of them together watching some, like, grimy exploitation movie about pigs, like, trying to knock, like, some, some men out of a tower. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to find out what movie that is. I haven't been successful yet. Well, Euphorians, if you could figure it out, 
My we'll guess. throw you a we'll throw you a, a free treat. I have, yeah, <laughs> right. Out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he, a shout out and a gift if uh, anyone knows what movie is the uh, the the pig pig movie that Fez and Asher are watching. I think it might be Razorback, but I haven't seen Razorback, so I can't say for sure. Damn, I'll be impressed if someone slides in our DMs and lets us know. Yeah, I would be incredibly impressed. Um, but and then yeah. we get a we get a real ashtray golden boy moment here huge um, right off the bat ashtray takes out fez which i didn't really didn't see coming i thought fez was gonna be or mouse was gonna be the big the big villain of season two same um did not see him getting taken out right off the bat with especially not by ashtray <laughs> with, a, with a nice little like jump move too he does like a like a muay thai like leap over the couch and then like goes yeah. the other way and bonks the other guy and busts his nose it's kind of insane and very impressive but also go baby ashtray yeah fuck yeah oh my gosh was that meatball yeah i guess did (laughs) you hear that he's a that's our little little son god meatball is always trying to well i think he has like opinions too and he needs to be heard (laughs) what do you think Meatball? meatball what do you think about little baby ashtray but yeah, intense. Like yeah, the fact okay, that yeah. he just fucks them up with a hammer. Mouse is got a, a big lot. old hole in his head. Um, we also see in the scene that uh, Fez has a Scarface poster, which is classic for a drug dealer. But instead of the standard, like normal Scarface poster that every like wannabe has, the half black, half white one, he's got this real classy, like almost all black one with a close up of Pacino's face that I haven't seen before, and I thought that was a nice addition. Yeah, for sure. That's how you know he's the real deal. Okay, so now we're rolling in the car. We got Rue. She's wrapping Tupac in the back seat, which I actually really like this scene. I think it's hilarious. I always like, like, I don't know. I think Zendaya does such a good job of bringing Rue to life. And she, I mean, she is an Emmy Award winner, too. So that is also (laughs) really, really, really important. Yeah, it really helps. It probably helps. But no, it's really funny. It's just, like, fun to see her, like be like that because i feel like we her character is always so sad <laughs> so sometimes it's just kind of fun to see her like mm-hmm. joke around and like you just see a little more of her personality yeah Rue really is likable even though she's a dummy yeah and in this scene like alex and i were agreeing this is just like the worst situation to be in like you should just not ever bring Rue to a fucking drug deal like <laughs> you should bring Rue most places but definitely not to a drug deal no I feel like just never. She's just so, like, unreliable. She's all over the place. And she's, like, beyond fucked up. Yeah. You can't go into a drug deal, like, fucked up. No. No, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, obviously they're rolling together because, as we mentioned, Rue's, like, family to Fez. So I think he just kind of, like, lets her come with for some reason. He's Don't crazy. ask me. He's crazy for that. But but they pull up yeah. to the classic. Like, they roll up to the little tap out boy. Yeah, L.A., like, dim-lit apartment complex. Yeah, the classic kind of, like, sketchy, like, apartment complex. Um, This is a mouse's boy. You got his nose popped. I think his (laughs) name is Custer. Uh, He's in the credits, and I'm 99% Like, Custard or Custer? Custer. (laughs) Pretty sure that's him. kind of lame. Like, oh, is that, like, his real name in real life? No, that's the character's name. I think, like, since he's he's at least, like, part of this season, I guess we should start calling him by his name. Custa. 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 Yeah. (laughs) So, Custa. Vanilla Custa. We also get another new uh, character that Alex is, uh, I found out, quite fond of. Uh, easy there. So, I don't know about Fonda. I'm aware of, uh, Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, aware. aware of Custer's companion, um, the heroine. The heroine. What, is she a dog? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what their relationship is. She's just there. Like. So, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's a, uh, an adult performer, um, by the name of Chloe Cherry. Um, Adult performer. <laughs> yeah. AKA a porn star. <laughs> uh, like, adult performer. Okay, Alex. Yeah. Just keeping it classy, okay? Yeah, uh, keep it classy no, on the pod. A, she is a porn star. Um, and Alex, I did is, recognize her. Alex knows a I lot to, that's about That's all I have her. to say about that. Alex knows a lot about her. this new edition. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, she is great. I think she does a great job. She's a lot of fun to watch. She's clearly like, she knows what's up. She's a lot more like chill and knows how to keep it together than She's Rue. a good side character. I mean, she starts doing heroin in the car, which is uh, not much better than 
wherever he's at. But she does have a cool anime top, so. She does. She looks great. So, what happens, Rue? Oh, they get grabbed out of the fucking car. Yeah. Um, they go meet the new, uh, the new big dog in town who will be probably taking over the role of Fez's boss, um, which is apparently some old white lady that used to be a teacher. (laughs) I know, it's like, (laughs) Uh, this whole thing was, like, kind of cracking me up, like, I, I'm not saying, like, it wasn't done well, it was, but, like, I was kind of laughing because it was, like, intense, like, people getting thrown against walls and then they'd be like is this good? And she'd be like, yes. And like all like teacher like vibes. And I was like, what? That's the fucking like main honcho. Well, this like the, librarian or whatever the, the fuck. You want the boss to be like calm, cool, and collected. You know? I know. Like, she would just like, she'd like, like peek her head around like the corner and be like, yes. Well, she must be a badass <laughs> if she's getting, got all these fucking crazy psychos working for her. She she's has like, like knock off Elliot Stabler and like Kid Rock and all of these like wild goons. So uh, she must be pretty good at what she does. Really semi good but she's like a she's a comedian and i like totally recognize her from somewhere but i can't figure out where because i don't think i've seen any of the things she's in yeah um but she is kind of funny she's real like well, deadpan. She funny in that scene she was a teacher she's real like deadpan <laughs> though i think she'll bring like a funky like weird like comedic vibe to it um, for sure well you also said you think she's gonna be like a mentor to rue from like the trailers that we've seen or a cautionary tale we'll see but it seems like they're gonna have some kind of independent relationship rue and this lady maybe yeah maybe so. yeah and then she also like right TV. off the bat i don't know if you remember this but she asked she was like didn't she ask rue like you an addict yeah she's like she like, called her out yeah 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 she's uh she recognizes rue as a uh, some kind of drug drug character and is some seemingly interested yeah calls her out but rue's a dumbass is told to like strip doesn't do it it's like come on girl like dude i know if uh, someone with a gun tells you to take your clothes off you fucking take your clothes off unless you're in some kind of like rapey situation which like they clearly weren't they were making everybody take their clothes off they weren't doing anything sketchy to the other girl the shower was intense that was scary yeah, you don't want to ever get them, like, taken in another room one-on-one with one of these people. Just take your clothes off, really. Like, come on. I don't know. Just do it. But hilarious to see Fez just, like, butt naked in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Also, ew, the guy. Is it Custer? Custer's dick is gross. <laughs> it's tiny, too. Uh, you got that like and it's great. like pearly white Ew, and he has like okay. a black bush all right you were uh, paying a little more attention to it than i was <laughs> it's like pearly right there. white ew it was like <laughs> can't say i've ever heard a dick described as pearly white before it was shiny and like it white it was like luminescent everything. it was like <laughs> oh god like bioluminescent Custa. giving off its own like little, little hazy penis. glow <laughs> ew like some deep sea creature uh, uh, and then gross. the drug dealer's dancing around we've got so yeah it all goes yep. down yep 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 we see what uh we see what fez's life is like and get a little a little taste of the underworld we'll sure i'm sure we'll be seeing more of this season yep well is there anything else about this scene that was, like, interesting? I feel like we kind of covered it all, but... No, not really. Um, we kind of know. Like, Fez is like, yeah, Rue's family. We already kind of know he's going to look out for even when it's to his detriment. So, yeah, there you go. And then uh, I feel the like, party. I, I feel like, right? too, like, with Rue and Fez, I feel like it's almost like he'd rather her be fucked up under his watch. Like, mm-hmm. a part of me is, like, maybe he's not, like, taking her to drug deals. Like, he obviously, like, doesn't want her around. Like, it's stressful. But I think he knows that she's making bad decisions. So maybe he's just kind of, like, she's, like, fam. Like, she's, like, a yeah. sister. And he's, like, I can at least, like, keep her from, like, ODing if yeah. I, like, have her around. Yeah. Totally. That makes sense. But, yes, like you said. Um, party time. Yeah, party time. Everyone's at the party. East High is getting down on the New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, everybody's at the party, except Cassie, who's still on her way to the party. Um, yeah. Buying uh, donuts. <laughs> frosted, oh my god, buying I a fucking... Single, a single package of donuts. I fucking love those frosted donuts. I, like, literally used to eat, like, the whole cardboard box of them when I was young, like... That shit is delicious. Yeah, they're fucking good. She's like pounding them too. I'm like, you go, girl. Yeah, get it. But yeah, cat or it's Lexi. Lexi's like repeatedly calling her. Clearly, like there's something going on. Well, yeah, they say she got out of the car all drunk and shit, and 
to uh, everyone's misfortune, she runs into stupid ass Nate. God, learned, enter Nate. Yeah, enter Nate, who's learned a new trick: opening beer bottles with his teeth. Oh which, my god, uh, he did it like six times. I was yeah. like, hey, like we fucking get we it. We get it, my dude. You can open the beer bottle with your teeth. Like cool party trick. I wonder like, if like now you can ease up now. Jacob Lordy, like, do you think he already knew how to do that, or do you think he like? practice he was making it look like almost too easy where i'm like they probably have they i think they probably have those already rigged because when i've seen people do that it's like a little it's not so fast and easy like if we ever get him on the pod i'm gonna literally make him do it yeah on camera i would like to have him put him on the spot yeah that's kind of mean though because what if he's like fuck it was a prop (laughs) i'm not that cool we should learn how to do it and then we can challenge and then we can see who can open more no i actually like my teeth thank you like i don't need to be biting on fucking budweiser's yeah also very bad taste in beer well i mean no surprise he's like such a classic like american bro like drives a truck drinks bud opens (laughs) bottles with his teeth drives a hundred miles an hour like on sketchy california like canyon roads which is like definitely a thing like people like that do and it's like precious cargo you can't drive like that with a howard sister in your car excuse me yeah, he's really like ripping down those canyon roads. It's not yeah. a good look. You were Cassie's joking. loving it though. She's uh is she? I feel like she's just like really like not I mean she's in a bad place, but in the moment she's loving it. She's feeling it. Yep. You were joking that like you were having like a hereditary moment. Oh, you were, yeah, like, I've already seen memes about this, which is funny because that was the first thing I thought of in the moment as well. But I was like, oh my god, is this about to be a hereditary moment when she got out that window? Can you imagine? I was like, oh shit, oh shit. She just gets oh, decapitated. Shit. That's like the end <laughs> of this, her story arc. This is gonna be the end of like Cassie. <laughs> like, there, Sam Levinson was clearly making big decisions in this episode. A lot of yeah. shit went down. So, uh, well, and Cindy know. Sweeney dropped a lot of like super heavy hints of like this being like cassie's like worst season yet like darkest so. it would be her worst season yet if she died in episode one because she got decapitated by a phone ball that would definitely be her worst season yeah it's it's hard seeing uh cassie like this i talk about this all the time but she's definitely like a character i think i connect with most in terms of just like i can actually relate to some of the shit she goes through like not having a dad and all the fucking like mm-hmm. daddy issue shit yeah, she has mega daddy issues. Mega. And I feel, yeah, I just feel like even with Nate, you know, I can tell, like, fans are already, like, up in arms because of, like, Cassie, you know, like, hooking up a Nate, blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, Nate fucking sucks. Who cares? Like, who cares? <laughs> Maddie shouldn't be with him either, so we're fine. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? But also, I feel like she's not obviously, like, choosing Nate and actually likes him. It's only like that. This is clearly, like, what... It's like Daniel the repeat. Well, it seems but I like... I kind of actually like Daniel a little seems, bit. It seems... I do too. But it also seems like it's kind of like whatever right now. But based on some of the stuff we've seen about the rest of the season... Yeah. It seems like maybe this is going to continue beyond this Fuck. and be a little more serious. Like, no, they've obviously... They've obviously been hitting us with some misdirects in the marketing. Because a lot of shit they like presented as one way played out the other way in this episode. For so sure. maybe that's a misdirect, but... The, ad, the current commercials make it seem like there's more to it than just this one thing. Agreed. But yeah, all around, yeah, Cassie's going down. She's not going to have a good season. Yeah, no. I mean, at, right off the bat, she gets piss-ragged, like... Piss-ragged, like, laying in a bathtub. Immediately. That um, whole scene And then she like... gets that guy taking a shit with his dick out. <laughs> so... Yeah, a lot, a lot of, like... for her all around. A lot of party shit talk. Like, Maddie pounding on the mm-hmm. fucking door. I love that she's just outing Nate for, like, taking a shit at a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that, uh, although I don't like this new this new Playboy shirt guy going after Maddie, I do, I am amused that he now thinks Nate was just taking a huge shit at the party. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I mean, that's, like, pr- that's the best, like, ex-revenge you could get, is, like, calling out your ex for, like, taking a fucking huge-ass dump yeah, at sure. a party. And then that other guy d- goes and does take a huge shit. <laughs> I feel like, too, I don't know if you agree or disagree, but I, I'm... It's like, who is shitting, who is out here shitting at house parties? Like, don't do that. And no big deal if, don't like, maybe I'm overanalyzing, but did you think it was a little weird that Maddie didn't do more investigating? I was kind of shocked that she really thought he was just, like, taking a crap. Like, he obviously was, like, hooking up with someone. Like, the bathroom would be the first place I'd look if I was, like, her. 
I don't know. I mean, she does go in there right afterwards, so all you can fault her for is not looking, searching the fucking shower. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. But Maddie, it was, I also mentioned the first time we recorded very drunkenly that I'm glad they didn't make Maddie in this moment, like, thirsty for Nate. You you mentioned you think it's going to happen later, which I hate that, but like... I like that she was a little more empowered in this episode. They didn't make her such a, like, oh, Nate, oh, like, trying to make him jealous, oh, grinding on other guys. Like, I feel I like mean, she, she was... do be grinding on other guys. Yeah, but she was doing it, like, for her own... I don't think she was you doing think it to make she me clearly jealous. doesn't like that guy. Yeah, she was just trying to get some on New Year's. Let's just put it at that. I don't even think she's trying to get some. She did. She, she clearly didn't weed. like that guy. No, she makes a point to say I don't smoke strangers' weed. Remember? Oh yeah, but then I thought she did it and was like, whatever. No, I don't think so. Yeah, the Playboy tea though. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how I feel guy, about that. That guy is a total clown. What a goofball. He's a clown, but whatever. Like Maddie deserves. No, great. I mean he's no. fine for Maddie. And then everyone, um, I know you don't care, but I noticed a lot of the fans were, like, super, like, pissed. And were like, Maddie is an awful person because she didn't check on the girl passed out in the bathroom. (laughs) It's like, she's in high school. I mean, yes, but, like, also, like, whatever. Like, some girl passed out in the tub and is, like, sleeping it off. She got too drunk. Like, I would probably, like, check on someone like that, but, like, barely. I'd be like, are they breathing? And if they were breathing and not, like, vomiting on themselves, I'd be like, they just got drunk and now they're sleeping in the bathroom. Who cares? Like, that's something I would do. Yeah. I don't know. Call me a horrible person, but... (laughs) I don't know. I don't think you, like, go into the bathtub to, like, die either. Like, if you're in there, you probably climbed in there intentionally to, like, (laughs) go to sleep because you're too drunk. So dumb. But, yeah, it's fun. We get to see, you know, the whole crew back together. Fun seeing everyone in the same room. We get, like, glimpses of Kat and Ethan getting cozy. Yeah, we don't get much of them, but there they are together. I mean, they're definitely, like, together, though, like... Oh, yeah, they're clearly together. Hopefully, Ethan has a, a handle on the uh, the premature <laughs> ejaculation issues from last oh, season. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us hope by now that he's got that under wraps. <laughs> For Kat's sake, you know. Kat looked great. I loved her makeup. Great outfit. She was really uh, rocking the New Year's nice, look. For sure. So we get Jules as well, and I was saying, like, I always love when Jules and Kat hang out. I think they have, like, a really cute friendship that we don't get to see a ton, so I liked seeing them, like, taking shots, having fun. Obviously, Jules, like, I feel sorry for her because I feel like she never just gets to fucking party and, like, let loose. She's always, like, like, she wasn't that bad in this episode at all, but I feel like she's definitely going through some shit. Like, it's hard for her to run into Rue. She's not, like, just drinking to have fun. You can tell she's trying to escape, like, the awkward of, like, the awkward moment of having to see Rue and confront mm. all their issues from the night of the... Well, Rue's trying to avoid seeing Jules, like, hiding and shit. I don't 100%. know if Jules is trying to avoid seeing Rue. And she's hiding in a laundry room. Yeah. Here comes, <laughs> uh, here comes Elliot. Rue almost dies. <laughs> yeah. I mean... What do you think? Elliot, new new guy, new kid, new kid on the block. I mean, okay, here's my my assessment is seems like a chill character and no issues with him as a person. Um, but I'm judging him like beyond heavily for his apple face tattoo. Oh my gosh. Um, that is by far the worst face tat I have ever seen. Like, getting any corporate logo like tattooed a, on your face is, like, massively cringy, especially You're positive Apple. it's Mac? A hundred percent positive. It is Apple. So why do you think he has that? I have no fucking clue. It's the lamest. Do you think like, it's real? I hope not. I don't think it sake. is. It must be, like, a makeup artist put it on. It's, uh, it is the lamest face tattoo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what if it's real and we get him on the podcast and you just said that? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. What if? I, I still think that. Oh my god. Okay, but I do think he, I think he's hot. I also judged his, uh, his style because, uh, the, the Hood by Air HBA shirt. Very, uh, very outdated and I don't know if they're trying to, I can't tell outdated. if they're trying to bring that back. Or if, like, he's just out, out of touch. Um, if they're trying to bring that back, they're really on the cutting edge because I think it's a little early to be bringing it back. But maybe not. I don't know. Time I think he looks chill, though. It's, like, not, like, screaming I think in your is face. Pretty, pretty dead by now. I feel like it's, like, a... We'll see. It's not offensive. It's really not that big a deal. You are just so picky. 
Sorry. I mean, look, I, I said this before and I'll say it again. You can call me like picky or whatever for the the shirt critique, but the apple face tattoo is absolutely horrendous. That all right, is all right. I'll settle with that. Just terrible. So he's uh, kind of shocked because here walks in Rue, who's like on who knows how many drugs at this point. Yeah. To the point where Presumably she... Presumably heroin, plus whatever she was on earlier. Heroin and then don't they plus do something now, together? whatever they do together. Which yeah, is probably coke, coke or something. Yeah. Yeah, Rue's about to die. <laughs> Literally about to die, to the point where, like, <laughs> she's like, ah, my heart rate, like, get out the, uh, hurry, get out the iPhone and time my heart rate. Like, if someone yeah. said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, time your fucking heart rate? Like... Yeah, I think from this episode, we are getting, like, some indications that Rue is in addition to everything else she's addicted to, I think she's addicted to, like, the adrenaline rush of, like, almost dying. Like... Yeah. She's really, like, adrenaline adrenaline junkie, like, status, like, pushing the limits of, like, is she gonna live or die? And it seems like she's getting, like, de- like definitely getting a rush off of that. Agreed. Because um, she almost dies twice in this episode. Like... Yeah. And she, like, doesn't give a fuck. She the keeps drug house, And then she's about to die of an overdose. Like, yeah bad news all around for rue and she's like seems to be loving it so yeah it's not Ugh. my type of rally like i don't want Doesn't to ever have to well. hand someone my iphone and ask them to check my heart rate like fuck girl like uh-huh. damn yeah i mean much. intense so that happens but i feel like elliot handles it well yeah like i said he seems like a chill guy like i think yeah, all, like, he's not like douchey or anything if anything no. he was kind of cute he was like awkward like when he was saying he was like I don't. I forget what he said, but he was like, "Oh, Whirlpool! Like I'm in here, like checking out the laundry machine." And I was like, "Oh my god, dude! Like, come on!" Yeah, I'll probably like him as a character. If you're gonna have face tats and shit, have better game than like, "Oh, look at I used to work at Sears and." <laughs> I mean, he was just clowning around. <laughs> He'll be fine. I know they seem cute, but so we get that interaction. Then I think from there we right is it when we kind of get this like cool. I mean. I love the shot where they were doing, like, the big spotlight on each character. Yeah, a little closer to the end, we're getting, like, the fully blacked out shots with, like, the kind of, like... And kind of throughout, like, the end is the big... Incandescent lighting, like, focused on one person, which was nice. Looked good. Yeah. Euphoria does so well with, like, the lighting and shit. I feel like it, it, it really, like, takes it to the next level. Yeah. And so far, I think... This season has, like, a totally different tone, but it still feels very Euphoria. I feel like they I don't talk... even know that I'd say it has a totally different tone. I think it, uh... I think it does. I think, I think it overall feels pretty... heavy and dark. This felt pretty fucking Euphoria to me. This episode didn't feel any darker, necessarily, than anything else I've seen in Euphoria. I thought this was pretty in line with uh, what yeah. we expect. Yes and no. I think Sam said it well in his little, like, after interview. He was saying that, like, with this in mind, like, this season... He wanted it to feel like you shouldn't be out any longer. Like, they're at the party and it's like a, like right now it's like 5 a.m. Versus like the Halloween party in season one is very lively. It's like you get there, it's probably like midnight to yeah, like two. Yeah, right. They're at like the Purple sloppy, light and blue. Like, they're at like the sloppy, like you should go home. You probably should go home if you're having to check your heart rate with an iPhone. Like, <laughs> so like, yeah, you know what right, I mean. Just right, like. Right. Yeah, but I agree with you. It still looks very euphoric to me. Like, yeah, and this was all shot on uh, thirty-five millimeter, right? Film, yeah. And you were talking about the. You were telling me that they like made Kodak like start. Ma- they asked Kodak to start making like some type of film again yeah. for this or something. I don't remember the name. It's like super weird. It's like Yukon or I don't. I don't know. But like, yeah, Sam like asked Kodak to like bring it back, which is dope. Um, what, this is, like, nerdy, but what, I forget, like, what's the big deal of, like, doing film? Is there any, like, huge difference in terms of, like, is film where you, like, can't fuck up because you can't, like, go back and, like, make... I mean, film is film. It's, like, physical, like... Damn. It's, a, it's physical film. Digital is just, like, you know, yeah. recorded to, like... But I'm saying, what are, like, the challenges recorded. with that? Just Like you it... said, like, it's, uh, I think the biggest challenge is cost because it's, uh, film is expensive and... If you're doing a lot of reshoots and stuff, you're like burning money. Like Got it. every second you shoot on film costs you Damn. money. That would like suck as an actor. Like, you're like fuck. Shooting we're doing on film. digital <laughs> doesn't have like is like you're paying people for their time, but like it doesn't yeah. really cost you anything to shoot on digital. You can just delete it and like Damn. film more. Like so shooting, pressure's on. Yeah, and you know if you're shooting long 
things. Nice shoes. It can be like prohibitively expensive. Interesting. Um, to what do, do you... like a shit ton of takes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it looks great. I just don't know if I even can tell. Can you? Like the difference? Um, I don't know. I'd have I'm to, not like, like that nerdy, you know? I'm not like, oh, wow, like film. I think like <laughs> when I like look for it, I do. Uh, I think I can tell when I like am like paying attention to it. Uh, yeah. it does have like more like I think it has more like texture um, but like that could, it gets like really nerdy um, I do like generally like seeing things that were shot on film like projected yeah. on film like in theaters you can usually tell on TV I'm like you can tell but like you have to be like mega nerdy to like really like be into it and that's cool like I'm down for that yeah and Sam's nerdy um, so <laughs> yeah well yeah. I think we like we have to immediately address the fan theory that came to life in this episode that you and I yes. constantly dissed and talked shit on. Yep. We really I, uh... did talk shit, too. Like. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm just going to say it. Like, I owe our fans an outright <laughs> apology. I'm sorry. I retract my previous comments. Everyone that said Fez and Lexi, you were right. Yeah. Um, I was wrong. It's so was happening. I. I and was wrong too, though. I wasn't optimistic about it. If anything, I laughed and was like, "Come on, like Fesco and Lexi." Like, yeah, they saw it and we didn't, and uh, it's happening. And not only is it happening, but I like it. So jokes on me. Same. Um, I know we talked right. shit because I remember being like, "That's just like dumb. It's just like a desperate attempt to get everyone to like date somebody." It just seemed like completely like random, but uh, it works. Yeah, it was, like, literally the most adorable scene ever. Like They're cute. I want them to work out. He was out. like, damn, you're smart, Lexi. I was like, oh my god, if Fesco said that to me, ha! Yeah. I mean, uh, Fesco's got it going on. He's hot. I would absolutely be a I man. think both of them are hot, and yeah. I think it weirdly works. So, yeah. I'm excited um, to see Lexi's character development. to see where it goes. We, uh, you and I had differing interpretations of her reaction to uh, my favorite part of the episode, which we'll also talk about later. But what Fez- part? Fesco beating the shit out of Nate. Um, oh. I was like, oh, I think she's like a little like troubled or like disturbed by that. Like she just saw him be so sweet, and now she's like maybe like a little like freaked out. That, like, oh, it's like this guy's like not just like a drug dealer. He's like a hardcore. Like this guy's like a badass. Like this guy beats the shit out of dudes. Like for sure in the middle of like a party. Like and you said I disagreed with but you. Your well, your interpretation of it when we talked last night was that she was kind of into it. I was and, so fucked uh, up. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> I think it's a little am- ambiguous. So uh, I'm interested to see you know i think uh definitely she may be into nate getting beat up the question is like is she like turned off by fez at all because of this or is she into it and uh, i'll like her even more if she's into him it could also just be shock it could just like we could just be purely over analyzing and she could just be like holy fuck because like i was like talking to a guy and like flirting and i turned around he was bashing a guy's head in like I wouldn't even know what to think. I wouldn't be yep. turned off. I would just be like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. We'll have to, I think we'll just have to wait on that one to see how she feels about that. Yeah, I'm very excited, though, for Lexi's character to come out. I think she deserves more screen time, and I'm just stoked. I, I really like Lexi. Yeah, same. Lexi was definitely my favorite in this episode of the uh, of the, the ladies. Bob Ross. Ladies. Yeah. Bob Ross. Uh, yeah, Bob Ross. What with Cool. Yeah, what else is going on at the party? Anything else? Um, until the until the end? Uh, we have two huge moments at the end, obviously. Yeah, there's those two big moments. Like, I, I'll repeat again, I love, like, the, the slow shots of each character. Love Jewel's outfit. That's very random, but really dig her outfit. And her, um, her eyeliner is dope. Mm-hmm. I like the black. It's, like, creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, and overall, like... The makeup, I feel like, is still very euphoria. Once again, I heard all these, like, me, 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 like, in the press. Like, it's going to be so dark and, like, very minimal makeup. I'm like, they're still, like, covering their no, shit in rhinestones. <laughs> Cassie had, like, 30 rhinestones on her face. I'm like, this is yeah, still no, euphoria. That's all, uh, that's all, like, fake news. Yeah, there was fake still plenty news. of euphoric shit. Oh, we do get a... Uh... We do get the return of McKay. McKay shows oh, up. Oh, duh. We weren't we even sure if he was going to be in this season. He was uh, sort of like not featured and stuff. But, I know, but uh, I think he's gone. Biology, like I think after this episode, he might be gone after this anymore. episode. We'll see. Can but it was good to see blessings. him like he's back out. at least to like kind of like clear up his storyline if he doesn't show up anymore. Um, 
Did you hear me? Favor, peace, and blessings. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can Fever, we... peace, and blessings. I know we didn't do any, like, cast in real life updates, but can we please, just for one minute, joke about that post he posted on Instagram, the New Year's, where he put his favorite movies... <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny Algie like posted this like recap that for me New Year's post and it was like I don't know why he thought like people would be into this but it was like my favorite movies of 2022 and then it was my favorite foods yeah, of had, 2022 like, favorite meals, and, and it was, was like, like mashed potatoes steak and mashed potatoes <laughs> I'm like Algie I'm sorry dude I do not care what your favorite food of 2022 is 2021 <coughs> oh my god I'm dying that was really funny I'm literally um, dying yeah, I, he's I just, as good as McKay though, but yeah, he's oh, he's so good, hilarious and clowny in real life. <laughs> yeah, so funny, but yeah, I was actually um, it was weird seeing them together again. They're they're obviously have moved on. There was no chemistry, nothing like they didn't. Even... Yeah, no, I think he kind of was hoping there was, and there clearly wasn't. No, um, she was not into him at all. If anything, she was like, oh, like yeah, turned off, but. And then he has a real like gross moment getting perved on by Nate. Dude, uh, that scene was, is. Like, disgusting nate like was he's like just... did you come in her belly button I'm oh, like, god. oh god just oh such a disgusting like, moment i just hate nate so much <laughs> i know and it's like who even says that to begin with like have you ever in your life like heard anyone, anyone <laughs> say did you come on those anyone drugs like ever did you come in the like belly that? hole like, like <laughs> anyone i've heard say stuff like that in real life has automatically just been like repulsive to me and i've been like ew like i just fucking hate you <laughs> like yeah like we won't do disclose, not want to be around you like we won't disclose names but alex and i one time at a college party like experienced this there was this guy we knew yeah and he was like per remember he was like perving on us he was like Paige, alex like let's get in a room and like Let's go get in this room. It was like I got a grab party, and it was super weird. Really fucking kind of like that though, where you're just like, what the fuck? He was like, also hella closeted, like Nate. So maybe it's like a closeted yeah. thing. I think he probably just wants to hear McKay talk about his dick and his jizz. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, yeah. Weird. I don't know. It was really <laughs> uncomfortable and fucking weird, and just made me hate Nate even more. Which. uh just made the the rest of the episode all that more satisfying because drum roll first like you said two big things which one do you want to go at first obviously maybe i guess in chronological order the big fucking moment we get we get some ruined jewels action which i, I really didn't see coming um one Snaps of the yeah one of the big <laughs> reasons i like this episode i really thought um that this was going i my big concern with this season was that this was going to be like the like will they won't they like dance around it bullshit and they're just gonna like string you along and instead of that like we open season two with just like a whole bunch of questions like being answered automatically which leaves so much room for like what's gonna happen next yes and that's just a mystery at this point which is nice like i don't know what's gonna happen next and that's exciting i instead of having to wonder like will they like tell each other they want to be together like we just have that out of the way great well and it's cute, like, obviously... It's probably not gonna work out super smooth after this, but, like... Yeah, the know. kiss is really cute, especially after watching the special episodes with, like, us getting to see both their sides and, like, struggles that they're both mm-hmm. going through individually. It was, like, a, a cute moment, like... I almost didn't, like, react to it emotionally because I thought it was a dream. Same, I was like, there is same. no way this is real. Like, this is, like, too good to be true. It's not real. There's no I way was they're like, doing I'm the not gonna be kiss. emotionally invested in this because this is, like, not real. And then yeah. it was, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, they really went there. They did go there, and I loved it. I'm glad they did. I am, too. And I'm excited to see what comes next for both of them. Obviously, we're always, like, hardcore rooting for rules. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like you, I was just absolutely pleased. But, yeah, I definitely thought it was true. I was like, there's yeah. no fucking way they're making out right now. Yeah, yeah. So and, uh, same okay. reaction to the next moment. The uh, we have the beauty, uh, the cathartic beauty of Damn. Fez just beating the absolute shit out of Nate. Like, did you see it coming? Um, I saw it coming the second he went over there. You I have was to give like, me some credit. I once called he went it. over there. Did I, I not like, though? Did I not? The minute he took off his sweater, I said to you, I was like, he's gonna beat the yeah. shit. Yeah. Once like they were talking, I was like, it's for sure gonna happen. But prior to that, I was like, there's no way they're gonna like open the season with this too. Like, yeah. There were like so many big moments in this episode, and I'm glad they were there. But I didn't see any of them coming. I didn't think no. any of these things were gonna be resolved this like right off the bat. So I mean, he grabbed that fucking Tito's fucking bottle. Stoked. And it was like, like Tito's oh, bottle, fuck to the head. <laughs> well, and you and I were saying we yes. in the trailer, you were very nervous that they were gonna try and make 
Nate redeemable and make him and like Fezco kind of do like a a bro like what a ha 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 like everything's in the past but that was definitely not the fucking case. Fuck now. He yeah. really fucks his shit up too like on the ground just repeatedly oh, yeah. like fucking Brutal. him up. Love it. Really love to see it. You and I were like cheering. It was like watching a. That was my favorite moment of all of you four. Yeah, that was like a touchdown. Like we were like screaming. Yeah, I was feeling that. Yeah, I was stoked. I came out of this episode very, very stoked for this season between the the Rue Jewels vibe and the the Fezco beating the shit out of Nate. I'm like, well, hell yeah, we're off to a great start. Well, and what a bold move because he was so chilling, like on the couch, just kind of like smoking and like hanging out. So to Mm. go from like zero to a hundred like that, I was like, damn. He took the that sweater off and it was on yeah sexy love it i was turned on <laughs> i don't blame you i was turned on shit it's funny to me too because like i know i'm the outlier on this but a lot of the fans like they really like jacob Alordi, and obviously like he's a very attractive male i'm not gonna like front and pretend like he's not but he's just not my type at all so I don't ever feel, but I'm saying, like, it was funny. There were a lot of memes that were, like, not to my boy. Like, it's like, you know, now his face is all fucked up. So everyone's like, fuck, now he's going to be, like, ugly the rest of the season. But it's funny because I don't Sorry, give a shit. Because I just, Nate, he's so he's good at acting average, that like, I hate him, like, almost. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't. Like, he's, like, the nicest, sweetest guy in real life. But I'm like, fuck you, I hate Nate. Yeah, right. I think he's probably super cool in real life. But, yeah, I just absolutely hate that character so much. Yeah. I also, like, I mean, no offense to him. I don't think he's, like, gorgeous. Like, he's, like, a good-looking dude. I wouldn't be like, he's ugly, but I'm not like, oh, my God. Like, holy shit. He's the perfect mate, though. I can't picture anyone really bringing out that, like, pure evil as well as he does. He's great. Yeah, he's he's really hateable. You really fucking hate that guy. It was fun watching the... Which is good. That's how you know he's good. He does a good job. Did you see on Instagram the cute video that Fez posted practicing Mm -hmm. with, like, the prop bottle? Yeah, that would be so fun. Oh, that'd be so fulfilling. That'd be really fun, like, bashing, like, fake, fake glass bottles on your friend's heads. Yeah, and, like, all the blood and shit. There were all these photos of them, like, peace signing with, like, Nate, like, covered in blood. And yeah. I don't know, that'd be fun. Yep, for so, sure. So, just all around, fucking epic ending. Yeah, So, yeah. so, so excited to be back podcasting stoked for this season same such a strong start way more stoked than i expected i would be i knew this season was gonna be good because i what an opener well i told you a bunch before we started podcasting i feel like i really trust the cast of this show just in general like outside of euphoria i feel like they're all individually like they're into like a lot of shit we like like Mm-hmm. so i feel like when they say something's good it's not like i'm just taking it for like yeah, gold right. but i am like okay like hunter schaefer wouldn't say something was good if it sucked like, yeah i mean at this point i'd say like sam levinson now has like the benefit of the doubt where i will like give him like i just like trust that like everything's gonna be dope at this point because the way he opened this season i was like this is like sick it was unconventional he didn't do what I expected. He didn't do I don't what I think anybody expected, and made a lot of bold choices like right off the bat. And then I'm excited to see where it goes. I am too, and I'm Fuck also yeah. excited for our little like Euphorian community. I feel like I was telling Alex during quarantine and just the shitty two years that we've had. I feel like a lot of people have been able to watch the show that like weren't into it before. Yeah, I feel like Euphoria's audience has like fucking tripled, quadrupled, like. All I saw all day yesterday, you would have thought Euphoria coming out was like a fucking holiday. Like, <laughs> it was it's Euphoria day. It's Euphoria Page. day. But you know, everyone was talking about it. I was, there was just so much day. hype. I mean, you know, like there was just a lot of hype, and I was kind yeah, of like was. weirdly surprised. I don't know. I just I was like, oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> big time shit. It's on HBO. It's like got a bunch of like up-and-coming actors yeah it's like, uh, hot it's, it's hot young super actors. influential on style you know it's big shit it's a big deal justice for bb once again Ooh, where the fuck was bb good call where the fuck was where was her invite where was she fucking new year's eve and she's the life of the party you know that's a good call Our like what the fuck also she followed us on instagram she's liking all of our ma- we've got to get her on the pod get bb on the pod bb on the pod BB yes. on the pot, and I will yes. not be drinking Sophia hemp oil. Rose Wilson. <laughs> I will not drink hemp oil if Get she's on, on the pot. We can smoke. Hang yeah, out. We can jewel. 
Yeah. We can hit, we can hit some jewels hit together. The jewel pot. I've never owned a jewel, but that would be the time. I would buy one for that. Ugh, jewels are so gross. But justice for BB. Where was she? Yeah. Was there anything Main. else weird like that? Before we just totally like. I don't think so. I think out? we can probably uh, hit our good old uh, the good old superlatives and uh, wrap it up. Sounds good. All right, so here we go, Paige. Best dressed. Who you got? Okay, best dressed. <sighs> this is tough. I actually liked a couple of the outfits. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Jules. I really like. I always. It's hard. Like Jules is always my choice. I feel like, but. I really liked like the dress, gloves combo. The eyeliner was fire. Mm-hmm. Like in the new hair, so Jules is mine. Yep, nice. Um, I at first didn't like her dress, but I'm actually getting a better look at it literally right now on the TV, and I do like it. And I like the gloves eyeliner situation. Um, so for me, it's a toss up between Jules and uh, Fez. He has that classy cable knit sweater, which I really like. Yeah, he looked cute. Um, and it's his episode. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, uh, I mean, also, I guess, uh, I totally forgot about this, but I guess Fez's grandma is yeah, uh, in contention. badass. She's got some, she has some fits for real. So, she really does. Uh, I guess if I had to pick one, I didn't think of this till right now, but probably Fez's grandma, honestly. I would have picked Kat, but they didn't showcase her enough, but I did like yeah. her look. Yep, yep. All right, so, worst, what are you feeling? I mean, Nate always sucks. Nate always looks bad and boring. <laughs> he just looks like basic and like uninteresting. Yeah, I guess that. I don't really know anybody else that. Fair. Um, for me, I was thinking about the like the the Elliot situation, but it's not like that bad. Rue has like a weird vest situation going on, but I didn't get a good oh, enough Rue. look you at it. Oh, Rue! You know what, Rue? Because in our first episode we recorded of this, I was like wasted, and I definitely said I didn't like Rue. I thought she looked like kind of granoli. Like I don't get a good enough look at that vest to tell whether I like it or not. So no call on Rue. So for me, well, I mean either way, for me it's got to be Maddie. I thought she looked uh pretty rough in this episode oh my god you're gonna get hate for that you are i'm sorry get hate. look here's what i'll say when she did like the stripper thing at like the town chili festival and she was knocking over the chili pot it was like subversive and aggressive and like you know she was like presenting that in like a like boring like suburban context so i was here for it um at this party she's just looking like a like las vegas like club reject <laughs> like she looks like she came from the midwest to las vegas to party on like a tuesday night it's new year's eve though she has the the bad like rhinestone strappy gladiator sandals like it's just like bad all around trashy vegas heavy getting heavy vegas vibes and it's not not doing it for me fair fair all right who's your bay of the episode bay of the episode i mean it has to be fezco he beats the fucking shit out of me Anyone who beats the shit out of Nate immediately yeah, gets the Bay for Award. Sure, for sure. I was gonna I was thinking about Ashtray for killing Mouse, but it's gotta be Fez for uh for beating up Nate, for sure. He's just he isn't even smooth as fuck. Plus, He's uh, like flirting with Lexi. Yeah, plus him get, getting slick with Lexi. I like it. Fez for sure. Fez Agree. comes through. Alright, our classic, the classic signature category. The the good old B P D R B, the big purple dirty rat bastard. The <laughs> real <laughs> The real son of a bitch. Like, who you got? I mean, it's As if it's, it's a surprise. Nate said, did you come in her belly button? That is the worst, most <laughs> dirty rat bastard thing you could say. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we even need to say more. It's obviously or, Nate. honestly, maybe the guy taking a shit with his dick out. Like, that was disgusting. That's a <laughs> well, big, to, dirty rat hey, bastard. To man. his credit, there wasn't supposed to be anybody in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't think he was doing anything filthy. I mean, it was gross that he was, like, still about it. But, like, you can't really blame him, like... Whatever, that's a dirty fucking rat move. <laughs> it's a dirty rat move to be in the bathtub with a piss rag on your face. That's not her fault! Maddie threw it! <laughs> it's not his fault she's in there. He just went in there to take a shit, which is disgusting at a house party. So I actually, I will the give you... The coochie rag. I'll give you a little credit. It's disgusting to take a shit at a house party. So he is kind of a, a dirty rat bastard, but not as much Are as Are you Nate. speaking from experience? No, I'm not. <laughs> Never have, never will. That's bad. Fuck that. That's a no. That is a no go. A party foul. All right. What about your uh, your class clown for the episode? I mean, this episode wasn't like funny. Like no one was. Ah, uh, actually no. 
I take that back. Let's see. I feel like there was definitely some funny moments. I feel like Maddie. Maddie called him out for taking a shit at the party. That was funny. Like, all right, yeah. For me, it's Rue. I think Rue had some. Uh, Rue, oh yeah. Rue like fucked up in the back of the Fez's car driving around. It was definitely a comedic. She uh, she knows how to make her like. I'm a I'm a druggy like yeah. a ridiculous off the rails druggy yeah, act like likable and like amusing even though she's like annoyingly like trouble. Yes. Agreed. She's still like. I, I changed my answer for you. Yeah. So class clown. Um. Okay. What about best couple? Honestly, this is well, how many couples in this episode? A lot of them have broken no. up. I mean, here's the thing. Of course, like the the obvious answer would be rules, Rue and mm-hmm. Jules. But I think I'm gonna go Cat and Ethan. I don't think they looked pretty cute. Like, I know we didn't get any actual okay, okay. screen time. But they looked like they were having a good time, and they looked cute. Yep. They All looked right. comfortable. All right, fair. I'm going to go rules, because... I know, I, uh, epic. I love that they didn't, like, make... Like, hold it out, like, you know... Yeah, they didn't tease I, us. I'm glad they, this isn't being dragged out as some, like, are they going to, like, express their, like, interest in each other, or their love for each other, or whatever. Even if it doesn't work out, I'm glad that we, like, got this, like... It was a tender moment. We got this out of the way right off the bat. They want to be with each other right now. So, yeah. like, will it work out? That I don't know, but I don't want to, like, have to, like, wait eight episodes to see if they'll even, like, talk to each other. So. Yeah. It's also sad, too. Like, we're just, like, reminded in that, like, moment, in that tender moment that Rue has a really tough time confronting anything when she's not high, which is a total bummer. And I think that's very, like, foreshadowing of this season that, like, she's clearly, like, relapsing hard yeah and the codependency on jewels i think is gonna follow it already did so can she break the pattern i don't think so we'll see all right wrap it up song what do you what do you got for your favorite song oh god i didn't even have i'm honestly like you asked me this even last night when i was all fucked up and i couldn't even remember because i was so amped on the show even being like on the air that i just like forgot everything so what was yours fair enough well before i even get to my well i actually also so mine was uh jump into the fire by harry nelson um Good choice. And I think uh, I'm going to present my theory here. Not that this is some groundbreaking theory, but I think this is going to Earth be... shattering Yeah, Alex's this isn't some big fucking revelation. <laughs> but I think this is going to be the classic rock season. Last season, all the song titles were hip-hop songs, and the soundtrack was heavily hip-hop. This episode, we have a Bob Dylan song title, and the soundtrack was pretty heavily, like, classic rock, 60s, yeah. 70s stuff. Interesting. Um, maybe not... I don't. Like, if you wanted to be more specific, it was a little yacht rock. It was a little singer songwritery at times, but it was generally like in like the like mm-hmm. late 60s to mid 70s, like range. Um, and I, so I think we're getting like, uh, the, I think we're going to get a classic rock season here. Interesting. Um, and I think it's also kind of ties in with the, uh, the, the like gangster epic, like 70s stuff we're getting with Fez, like as much as like the iconic, like, a lot of the iconic gangster movies are from the 80s. Like, that genre really, like, was at its, like, peak in the 70s. That's when that shit was really popping off, and we were getting a lot of, like, grimy gangster stories. Totally. So I think we're going to get Fez's grimy gangster story totally. rivaling, like, a lot of a lot of classic rock. And I like the choices in this episode. I thought that was a great song choice. I also have to mention uh, the, uh, the Billy Swan version of Don't Be Cruel, which I thought was great. The music's Loved fire. It. Um, we had like Curtis Mayfield in there, like a lot of lot of good shit in this uh, in this episode. I can't wait to see. And still some still some quality hip hop. You know, we got yeah, David Tupac. Back that ass up. So gotta have back that ass up. You fucking have to. Gotta back that ass up on New Year's Eve. That's a close second favorite song, honestly. Back actually. that ass up on to Nate. Back that ass up. Hit him over the head with a Tito's so. bottle, bitch. That's like right there at number two. <laughs> Nate wanted to back that ass up on McKay. <laughs> yeah, he did. He for sure did. God, that's so gross. I can't get that out of my head, the coming in the belly hole or belly butt, whatever you fucking I don't call even it. know if he said that. But yes, he, was he did. some gross shit. I swear. Uh, do you want to bet? No, swear I swear to you. God, he says. No, I don't want to bet. He's like, do you I don't come on the tits? Did you come in the belly button? Been... And McKay's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He was, he was being fucking nasty. <laughs> he was on one. Well, damn. So sweet. stoked to be back. Yeah, um, one thing to make note of before we say our goodbyes, um, we have 
a fucking website. Oh shit, is that so, Paige? It is so. Um, I made a ton of announcements about it on well, our social. Shit. I know it's exciting. It looks fucking great. What is the uh, what's the HTML there, Paige? What's the the web address? So euphoric podcast squarespace dot com. Wait, Ooh. let me repeat. So euphoric podcast squarespace dot com. That's nice. That's a sexy URL. It is sexy. And we have a regular cadence now for all of our Euphorians. Set your reminders. We're going to be dropping episodes every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And that's after, you know, the Euphoria episode comes out. So it gives you a day to digest the material. Yep. Gives us a day to... To re-record if we get too excited and yeah. too much. But I also think it gives a... I want it to be a moment for Euphorians to also, like, have their input. Like, I want people sliding into the DMs, giving us their theories, their ideas, their feedback on the episode. I think that'll help us with each week. Mm-hmm. So please, please, please continue to send us all the theories. Because clearly Alex and I fucked up and are always wrong. And you all are always right. Well, not always. We were right. We were right that the the ashtray Jacobs True. child connection True. was uh, bullshit. But some of our Euphorians are detailed as fuck. They know what's up. They so for sure are. Slide in those DMs. Know, like I said, jokes on me. They were right about Fez and Lexi. Yeah. Well, it's a new year. It's a new season. As always, the more listeners we get, the more chance we have to have dope ass people on the podcast. We want to get the cast members up in here. So follow us at so underscore euphoric on Instagram for all updates. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, you name it. Go to our website. It's all there. Every bio has our website link. Please, please, please share it up the ass. (laughs) Send it out to your friends. I know everyone and their fucking mom is watching Euphoria right now. So let's, you know, let's get those Euphorians up in here. We got to triple this audience so we can get some you know we need bb on the podcast you guys this is important <laughs> yeah fuck yeah sophia rose wilson where you at where you at but yes i think that's, that's a cool, wrap girl. do you have anything else alex i sure fucking don't well then you know what let's cheers and as usual that's you so know euphoric. What we always say that's a euphoric peace like today's episode great we love that for you Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.